Hey ladies, I'm Tori and I'm Wendy. Welcome to the Fruitful Vine, where we delight in motherhood and life one honest conversation at a time. Hey girl. Hey, hey. How you doing? How you feeling? It's the Monday of the week of Christmas. How you feeling? Oh my goodness. I am feeling honestly like I need more celebrations in my life right now. That's like how I'm feeling. Like I need to celebrate this season more. I don't know. Is that a weird thing? No, I'm so happy your little Grinch stuff is (laughs) feeling that. (laughs) That makes me so happy. So what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do to add more celebration? Well, we are going to see the lights. Um, You know what? threw me off. We usually go like see Santa and stuff, but now it's like a virtual Santa. And I'm just like, how exactly does that work? And so that kind of threw me off because usually we'd have, we would have already seen the lights. We would have already built the gingerbread house and done all the things. But usually like the kickoff is like going to take pictures with Santa, even though my kids know that Santa's not real, but that's not the point. The mm-hmm. point is that we do that. We go, we do the Christmas lights, gingerbread house, all the things, and we just haven't really done anything. So like this week, it's going to be like Christmas threw up in my house. Like it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> no, I feel that. I feel that. So we were, Justin surprised us with a like fun little family getaway. Uh, we Yeah, we spent time in Florida. We spent time in Georgia. But because of that, I will say it doesn't feel as Christmassy, even though we did Christmas things while we were there. Um, but I'm kind of liking that because I like that we get to take this week and allow Christmas to throw up everywhere. Um, so I'm excited for the celebration. And even like never have I ever, I am usually done Christmas shopping by mid-November I Christmas shop today, oh like God. mid-November. Oh yeah, girl. I start in like September. I'm but usually on Do you see what it. I mean? Do you see what I mean when I say that? Like you do not need, like you don't need planning like a, like a true planner. Like, cause like if you never in my life have, ain't nobody think about Christmas mid-November. No, when you told me that, when you were like, Tori, you don't need a planner because you're a highly motivated person. You changed my life. (laughs) Like all of a sudden I was like, yeah, (laughs) nothing's wrong with me. I just live a little differently. (laughs) So thank you for that revelation because no, I know it's weird. It's weird. I'm just, I'm a four, I, I, you know, Shay Elliott from, um, the Elliott homestead and, um, homemakers chic podcast. She says this all the time about herself. She says she's a forward motion person. And I Uh, feel that in my soul. I'm yeah, I'm that kind of person too. I'm just always like, okay, but you know, let's keep moving forward. What goes next? Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just stagnant. I don't. So the fact that I was Christmas shopping today on the, what's the date? The 21st blew my mind but it was also so fun really why wasn't crowds like crazy and stuff no okay no not at all um I the crowds weren't crazy and it was fun because it was like ooh, like 
even though the crowds weren't crazy, you could feel it in the people that were there that we were all like getting our Christmas shirt off and done. <laughs> so I, I loved it. I actually loved it. And no, like no wonder, you know, 2020, everything's different. Of course, the year of 2020 is when I decided to be a procrastinator, but it was great. Well, welcome to the club, girl. Welcome to the club. I'm still not done, but I'm not even stressing about it because I'm used to this. I'm like, I'm only missing like their big gifts. That's it. I've got all the small things. I'm only missing their bikes. Like, there gotta be some bikes. You're good. Yeah, I could just go pick up some bikes somewhere. You remind me of my sister, Lauren, who is like, she thrives in procrastination, like thrives. And, but this year, yo, I was later, like she finished Christmas shopping yesterday and I was like, excuse me, (laughs) I'm behind you. Um, But yeah, you're just like my sister, Lauren, very calm, never sweats it, knows it's going to work out. I'm like, what? No, (laughs) so not true. See, Sam would disagree. He'd be like, I'm the worrier. But I mean, I, I don't know, just certain things. I'm a procrastinator. I'm a natural procrastinator. And if I don't plan it out, be, in, be intentional about it, it's just not going to happen. There's no forward motion happening over here. It's nothing but stagnant water. It's not healthy <laughs> at all. You know what? That got, yeah, that just, that makes me a little bit happy because I, I see these moms who are planning and have their planners and I'm like, am I missing out? Like, is there something I need to be doing? Help me. <laughs> but it's no. nice to know that. Yeah, you really did change my life when you told me I was highly no, that's motivated. What I do. I'm a life changer. You really are. You should add that to your Instagram bio. Tonight, tonight. <laughs> I'm going to do that tonight. So what are you drinking, girl? I am drinking because I'm absolutely tired tonight. Some black coffee. Oh, what about you? In a cute... Can I just say it's in... Wait, can we start that over? Because I, I I talked over you. So, Sam, we're starting over. Edit this part out. <laughs> we're starting over when I you say action. <laughs> you set us up. You, you know you set us up. You know it's coming. Oh, man. Okay, action. <laughs> Ask me what I'm sipping. <laughs> All right. Action. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. I licked the mic. Oh, oh that's coming on. That's going to be on there. <sighs> and it's, it was salty. I don't know why it was salty. Like, <laughs> why was it salty? <laughs> There's just so much happening right now. Like, I licked it and I'm like, wait, but why is it salty? Like, wait, is that a cracker? Is that what? My kids, like, love to play with my mind. Anyways, action. Action. All right, girl, what are you sipping on? Girl, because today has been a crazy one, uh, we have some good old black coffee and in in my favorite, most adorable vintage mug. It is so cute. I like it. The Right? The listeners can't see it, but if I remember, I'll post it on our Fruitful Vine Instagram. <laughs> Oh, man. What about you? Black coffee as well, except mine is three-hour-old coffee because it has taken me that amount of time to finish this cup. Hashtag motherhood. I know we're supposed to reheat it and stuff, but 
being the smart person that I am, I put it in an insulated cup, right? Thinking, I mean, if it's in an insulated cup, ain't no way it's going to get cold by the time I get a chance to drink it. But turns out three hours, that's the limit. That's the limit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cold coffee, but you know what's going down because we ain't going to waste coffee. No, we're going to consume all of it. Speaking of consuming. <laughs> ooh, look at that transition. Did you like that segue? That was really good. Like butter. Um, now, Tori, what are we transitioning into right now, Tori? Consumption luncheon. Okay, ladies, so this segment, Consumption Munchin, Wendy and I will take turns sharing anything that we've been consuming, anything that's been life-changing, or any seeds that our minds have just kind of been marinating on. Uh, So it can be from a book, from a TV show, from a movie, from a conversation, from something that happened in life. Anything that we've kind of been munching on, we're going to share. Yes. It is time for Consumption Munchin. That's right. What have you been consuming lately? What have you been munching on? Tell me all about it. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Like, honestly, I've just been doing a lot of reflecting on the year and how it's going. And so my husband put me up on, hold on, I'm trying to pull it up right now so I can get the real name, but it's pretty much, if you Google, you have to Google, Google, like you have to say, Google why 2020. And it pulls up this video that Google made of all the top things that have been searched in 2020. And majority of them have started with why. Honestly, when you sit there and you just watch everything that 2020, I mean, just from January to December, I don't know, living in the moment, living in it, you really don't realize just what exactly, like we've been through it. We've been through it. And um, so it's pretty much a video showing all the things that everybody has searched for. Um, Why? And this year, why is it? Why this? Why that? Why this? Why that? And I just feel like why is such a complicated, it's such an impossible question that to think that people all over the world are going to Google a search engine to try to answer this like, (laughs) this like huge question. Um, But definitely guys, check out that video. Underneath the video, you'll see like it will do it by subject. So like um, different things that were searched by subject, sports, entertainment, um, lifestyle, just different things to look at what people all over the world, the answers that they're looking for. I don't know. It just makes you think. Oh, that, that, well, yeah, because why is such a big concept word? It's such a big concept. It's like love and life and it's almost impossible. I actually haven't even, I haven't even asked why. I haven't asked, I have not asked God why. Um, and a lot, like you said, we've been through it as a, 
as humanity, as a nation, and as families, and as individuals. But I feel like God has, God gave me the provision of um, thy will be done. And I've just been holding on to that. But I could see, I mean, even even Christians, I could see people being so desperate to know why to, like you said, turn to a search engine um, on the internet. That's bizarre. I'm going to check that out because I'm so curious. I'm so curious as to what people want to know the answer to it. So yeah, you'd be like so surprised as to what people are asking because it's, like I said, it's such an impossible question, yet it's the driving force behind everything that we do, our why. Well, speaking of why, we figured today's episode would be great as a beautiful wrap-up of 2020, of our 2020, just kind of discussing things. Uh, We have some questions that we're just going to run through and discuss. And as crazy, we've talked about this, as crazy as a year like 2020 has been, we truly, from the bottom of my heart, I'm truly thankful for this year. I'm thankful that we're getting to see the end of this year. Um, And I'm thankful for the hard growth and the shedding of old ways that occurred during this year. Um, So, Wendy, let's start off on a light note. What is your favorite memory of 2020? What if my favorite memory is like heavy? That's okay. That's beautiful. (laughs) Let's do it. It's not. I mean, no, it's not. Um, Man, favorite memory. So it has to be one specific thing. I mean, I loved and continue to love our family walks that we do because of COVID. Like we've, and there's so many beautiful memories wrapped around those walks. Like we never used to do that. Like every single night, like everyone's, you know, we, we walk, but it's not like every single day was like our thing. It was like mm. our special time. And I loved it. That is so precious. I love that. You know, um, Justin was gone for more than half of this year, but oddly enough, my favorite memory was just being a single mother for, for half the year. Like, being able to be with my kids, whether it's homeschooling them or um, going on walks with them, taking them on hikes. The kids and I have pretty much been in this house most of this year. And the memories and the character and the love that we've created in this house, that's my favorite memory. I have so, and this is not, I'm not saying this um, in a haughty way, but but I have so many people that come into my home and they're like, your home is so cozy. Like you feel the love. And I take so much pride in that because that is something that I've spent years trying to um, create and get right. And and the I want my home, I've always wanted my home to be a sanctuary for the people who enter it. And so for me, my favorite memory of this year is 
being in the house. And I know that's crazy, but being in the house with my babies and letting the love and the lessons in life just flourish within the home. I love it. Like, I love that. Okay. So, so what about, what was your favorite or hardest um, lesson that you had to learn this year? Huh? That's a good, that's a hard one. You go first. I'm going to think. Mine was definitely compassion. You know, you would think, okay, let's be honest. I'll be honest here. I've always been a very critical person and not like in a mean way, not a judgy way, but like my sister was doing something or my, or my husband or my children, if they were doing something in a way that like didn't make sense to me, I'd be like, well, that's dumb. You should probably do it this way because this is the right way. <laughs> like just very critical, never really seeing humans as humans, mm. never really seeing people as um, flawed individuals and beautiful and courageous people, but just being very hard. Um, and I don't know where I got that from, hmm. but I've, I've always been a very critical person. Ooh, 2020 allowed me to shed that skin of being critical through the literally worst, hardest way. <laughs> um, I've been given this gift of compassion, of um, truly unconditional, godly compassion. And I kind of feel like compassion is almost greater than love, even though I know that's not scriptural, like don't come for me. Um, but, but you know, love is a big concept word. So like, okay, I, I love you and I love people, but what does that truly mean? But compassion is like the action that goes with truly loving people. It's what God gives us. He loves, like, there's nothing you can do that God's going to be like, oh, you effed up big time. I am done with you. Like, bye girl. Right. So I've been given this gift of seeing Every human in my life, husband, children, friends, strangers, through these new eyes of compassion, and that has been a game changer for me. Like, nothing else matters. No, my, my children and the, their sins that they're going, that they're bound to create in this life, nothing, like, there's nothing that compassion cannot fix. And so that was the hardest, yet my favorite lesson that I learned that I didn't even know I had to learn. And so, yeah, my, mine was compassion. I love that. I love that. Um, yeah. Compassion is just, it's the foundation of everything, in my opinion. It's um, the foundation of how God loves us, is that he gives us grace, that he's compassionate with us, for us. Um, so I love that. I think- and. I'm sorry. No, go and, and to tie that to tie that to 2020 and all the craziness that has happened. Like, just think about how different this year would have gone if people had compassion towards towards social issues, compassion mm-hmm. towards things like Black Lives Matter. Even if you, even if that offended you, even if that, even if you couldn't understand it, just imagine how everything would have been different if we showed compassion towards things that we don't necessarily understand. Show compassion to Trump supporters and Biden supporters and show compassion like to the people that don't deserve it, to the things that you don't understand. I think if we all would have operated at a certain level of compassion, just think about how different that would have made 2020. 
uh, just a level of understanding, just a willingness to um, to be open and to share. I think that the number one thing that 2020 has taught me is the importance of friendship. I have always considered myself like, oh, I'm the I'm the boy girl the boy girlfriend, if that makes sense. I am friends with boys. I understand boys better. I relate better to boys um, than the like, ooh, me and all my girls. And like, like, no, like I've like, I had like two good friends that I'm good with and that's it. Like I was never the person that's surrounded by a bunch of friends or felt like I needed friends. Like I lean more into, or I used to lean more into like my family and just like being secluded and isolated within that, that um, I didn't really value friendship. Wow. 2020. When you ain't got options, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when it's not like, oh, like, you know, friends will call you, they want to hang out and you'd be like, oh my God, I got a headache. I can't, you know, making all the excuses in the world. And now it's like, I value authentic friendship. I value authentic relationship. Um, There is like, there is a missing part of me that I didn't even realize was missing in order to make me whole. And that was good, true friendships and relationships in my life. You know what I mean? Like with me? Like with you. (laughs) Like with you. And that's the crazy thing that like blows my mind is that like, how could I have made such genuine, authentic friendships with like no one that's around me? (laughs) Just like from people all over the world that like I can say like, I love you too. You know what I mean? I haven't, friends here, like, I mean, it took a while for us to get to the I love you spot. You know, like, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's how, like, but it's like, I've gotten to know people, you, um, especially I have, um, other friends on, from met that I met through YouTube that I've gotten so close to that. It's like, your heart is so pure. It's so golden. And it's like, I never in my life thought that I needed it, you know, mm. and now I can't imagine my life without it. Mm. Like I would, I would feel the, that it was missing. I would, I would miss you, Tori. Like if you weren't in my life, like if I don't talk to you for a week, I'm like, we haven't talked in forever. What is happening? You know? And it, that's crazy. Like I spent a lifetime not knowing you. So it's just, um, yeah, God gives you what you need, not necessarily what you want. Absolutely. Well, that kind of segues into one of the questions we have listed here, which is what experience from the past year do you appreciate the most? And for me, it was my girls trip that I took um, the beginning of December. And I've always been a woman for other women. Like Mm. I've always been pro women. Um, But I also have been um, maybe isolated in, in like, I don't need to make friends because I have friends or like entertaining friendships that didn't need to be entertained. Like, not that they were toxic, but it's like, nah, this isn't a, I don't need to entertain this. Um, But 
my experience during my girl trip was so refreshing and life-giving and it was just me and two other moms and we just fed into each other. We had a good time. We laughed. We let down our hair. We had deep conversations and that experience taught me that that is a priority. Women have carried me this whole year. Uh, And when my husband came back from deployment, I even told him, I said, listen, I am prioritizing my relationships and friendships with the women in my life. So that means sometimes you are not going to come first. Um, And this might be controversial, but I, that experience just shook my mind and made me realize that feed into other people. Our husbands are great, but for me, just this womanhood, which is why I started my membership, there's this womanhood and there's something that God wants to do with his daughters specifically. And in order for that to happen, we need to start paying attention to each other. We need to start leaning into each other, being our authentic self, being honest when we talk about motherhood and wifehood and life. And I don't know, that that was my favorite experience. Um, in 2020, because it was so, it was just, it was so refreshing and so life changing. I love what about that. you. I love that. Love that. Um, my favorite experience, honestly, was being able to take a step back from the everyday um, and just having that like mommy staycation. That was my most favorite like experience, like a thing that I did. Um, The one that Sam surprised you with? Yes. Yeah. That was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily the staycation part of it, but it was the thought behind it. It was Mm -hmm. the like, honestly, it's just the best gift that I've ever received because it was like, wow, you gave me what I needed without me even asking for it or knowing that I needed it. So it was just really godsend. So that was, I'd say that that's like, that was, he he did good. He did good. Shout out to Sam. Sam would know you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Okay. So, so amongst all the chaos that 2020 uh, came hard, like unleashed on us. Um, how did you find peace in 2020 in your daily life? What is something Wendy did um, to seek out that peace? How did you guard your mind? Because let's be honest, not everyone was able to guard their mind. A lot of people had breakdowns. A lot of people have been um, going to therapy, which is fine. Therapy is a way to guard your mind. Honestly, it's been a hard year. So how did you find peace? I have been going through it. So let's talk about everything before the month of, before December. The, up until November, guarding my mind, I'm ve- I was very protective of the news. Like that, it just, honestly, it just really wasn't in my, um, I don't, I, I, I trust my husband. And I trust his discernment. He's a journal. He's a journalist. Like that's his major. So I know that when he does his research, he does it thoroughly. He he makes sure that everything is dotted, T's crossed, all that stuff. So when he tells me, "Look, this is what's being said, and this is where it's being said," I I am very thankful for that because I could not, like literally, could not with everything that was happening. So 
shut down the news completely. I also was very mindful of my self-care. So this is this year has been the most that I've taken the time to assess how are you doing? No, 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 no. How are you doing? No, 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 no. Stop. How are you doing? Because a lot of times you got to ask yourself three times before you get to the root of the issue because, you know, you're going about your day. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. All right. You just yelled at your kid. Okay. But you're good. You're good. You, you, All you, right. All right. Cool. You go, you know, you, you know, you, you're going through the day, you, your stomach hurt, but you're good. You haven't eaten, but you're good. You're good. You know, you can't drink, but you're good. You're good. You know, so I really had, I really was very mindful of just making sure I asked myself how I'm doing. And so that really did a good job at protecting my peace. And I let go of things that needed to be let go of. If homeschool couldn't be done on a day, it just had to, I mean, release the grip. And girl, I've been in my word this year, like mm-hmm. in it. I mean, I have opened up my Bible more so than I've ever opened it up in the past years. And that's, a sh- I guess that's shameful and um, uh, a good thing at the same time. I, I mean, if it's not, five times a week minimum. Like I need it. Like I literally need it because it's just a hard year. I need so. Oh, no, absolutely. I was going to say, um, my fasting and praying that I was super disciplined in the summer months. Um, and then October came and I kind of didn't become as disciplined. Um, but I still did it. I haven't done it since December started, but I will say fasting and prayer, like there's a reason why God ask that, ask those things from us. And those things definitely carried me in ways, Wendy, that I don't even think I fully understand. Like, I think there's so many things that go on in the spiritual realm that we can't even comprehend or put into words. But I think that our action of praying and fasting just protects us in ways that that only God and the angels fully understand. So definitely found my peace in that. I also found my peace in um, tuning into home and creativity and creating, um, making videos, making this podcast, reading books. Um, that has been, I, like I said, I'm a forward motion person. So when you're creating something, when your hand's constantly finding something to do, it, you don't have time to look back. You're just going forward. So that is, that gave me peace, um, especially towards the end of this year, just taking every day and looking at it and being like, huh, what can I create today so that I'm not stuck in today, you know? Okay, next. What is something new you did this year? A new lesson, a new skill? What did you do? Started a YouTube channel. <laughs> I was going to say started a podcast. This is my newest endev- endeavor. And I'm so happy we did it, right? Yes, yes. Doing new things, like it it requires a learning curve and therefore your, your brain isn't at a halt. So I love it. Yes, yes. And I love the fact that we just say we're going to do it and we just do it. Yeah. No, my friend Brittany has always told me, she's like, do you know why you're so dope, Tori? She's like, you think of something and then you just go for it. She's <laughs> like, no plan. No, you don't know any, like, you don't have anything 
um, technical, like you don't know any of the technical things that you have to do to do it, but you're like, today I'm going to do it. And you just do it. And I think that there's beauty in that. And you and I were totally like, Hey, I've been thinking about this. And you're like, Oh my God, I've been thinking about that. Bam. We started it. And I think that's awesome. And I encourage our, I get so many messages. How do I start a YouTube? What's your advice? How do I start a podcast? What's your advice? You just do it. Just start. Yeah. Just start that, that, um, winging it book that I talked about in our Christmas special episode, Emma Isaacs is all about like, you, you just do it. You, you do it by doing it. Imagine that. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And you figure it out along the way and you grow along the way and you, you just literally just put one foot in front of the other. Just do it. Start messy. Start messy. Ooh, preach it, Wendy. Start messy. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, last one. We'll wrap it up. Describe your life in 2020 in one sentence. You go first. A complete undoing of old ways to usher in new things. Mm -hmm. I like that. All right. right. You're welcome. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) The year that I stopped thinking about everybody else and started thinking about myself. Bam. Oh, I love that. That was so good. Okay, ladies, we hope that you, um, you know, think about, answer some of those questions for yourself. Let us know on our Instagram as we try to be more active. We promise you that that is a goal of ours. Yes. Um, so for next week's episode where we talk about all the goals. So check. check yes. That yes. 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 All right. It is time for our question and answer Yay. that I don't have up right now. You've got mail. You've got mail. You've got mail. All right. So we asked you guys a couple of weeks ago on Instagram to send us in some questions, questions about motherhood, womanhood, parenthood, all the hoods. And you ladies sent us some questions. Every single week, we will be answering one question that you sent and probably have more opportunities for more questions as well. All right, ladies. So this week's question comes from fun-sized underscore cat. And she asked us, what's our favorite part of our day? I'll let you, I'll let you answer first. Well, the favorite, my favorite part of the day. (laughs) Thank God that's going to sound so bad. Bedtime? It's bedtime, man. Bedtime is the best time. Bedtime is the best time. Bedtime is the best time. No, seriously. No. All jokes aside. No, no, no. My favorite part of my day. Oh, I was serious. Sorry. No, no, no. It's not bedtime. It's not bedtime. I I mean, it's just a close second. Don't let me fool you. (laughs) Don't let me fool you. It's a close second. But I love, 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 love um, when um, my hubby puts the kids to bed or I put the kids to bed and we have this like time to like laugh and joke and be a fool. And it's not most days because a a lot of times we're just knocked out, but it's just the one time that we really get to like reconnect. And I don't know, we go throughout the day, like 
two people taking care of kids, like mm-hmm. roommates, roommates. And it's the time that we get to be like, oh, I like you. Oh my gosh. I remember you, you know, and mm-hmm. I, to, I see you, I see you. And I need to be more cognizant of like making time for that. Um, um, throughout the day and like as we're doing life, because I want my kids to see that, you know, real life. My kids, my kids are like, ew, dad, why do you kiss mom so much? Why do you hit her on the butt so much? Stop. I, I think went. I don't. Beautiful. I love that. I don't know. A part of me is like, are we damaging the kids? No, <laughs> no. They know what, like, like what a healthy, like if my kids were to see us like kids, they might pass out. Like what, what's happening? Woo! <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. That's, that's one of your goals. Like, We're going to talk about that in yeah. next week's episode. It's like, that's not your sister. That's not your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it's bad guys. We we going don't worry. We'll get into when we'll get into it. Lack mm-hmm. of physical affection problems. We'll get into that. Yes, yes. Okay, well, my favorite time of the day is definitely breakfast time. It's when the day is not tainted with tantrums and issues and and sibling fights and um, bad attitudes. It is a moment of peace and clarity. And during that hour of like, we wake up, mom makes breakfast, we sit down and we eat. Right before we start our morning chores, I just take a deep breath and I'm like, well, that was good. And the, the rest of the day is going to be crazy. I wish. But man. that was good. I um, wish. Oh, yeah. Wake up. It's fighting. definitely breakfast. They wake oh, up fighting. Yeah. Oh, sometimes they do. And I'm just like, not yet. Mommy hasn't had her coffee. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time?